Hello and welcome to another Youth Ministry Podcast. I am Chris. And I'm Jared. And we exist to encourage and equip pastors, leaders, and parents in ministering to today's youth by discussing current events, doctrinal topics, answering questions, and anything else that deals with youth culture. Good afternoon or good evening. Whatever time you're listening to us, we are so glad that you are. This is episode eight. Episode eight. Which Ooh. is, oh, what's that title of that horrible movie? That was the worst one of the Last trilogy. Jedi? Is that yes, Last Jedi? the Last Jedi. Uh, we're again, we're talking about Star Wars. We said we'd have to do it through the nine. No, yeah, episodes. one more episode. And then the Last Jedi. Maybe this will be the last podcast. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was awful. The rise of the podcast yeah. next episode. That was, of, of of the three, I think that movie got the most flack. It's so disjointed. Yeah, uh, it was. The because they had, three, they had two different directors. They had J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson, Johnson. Or Ryan Ryan. And Ryan Ryan. And then J.J. So, Abrams. I do have to say, Ryan Johnson did it. Have you seen Knives Out? No. No? I have not. All right. Well, he did a good job in that one. So he so. botched Star Wars, but did a yeah, good job. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good director. Just not, maybe not a Star Wars director. No, that was horrible. Anyway, but um, we are have a very special announcement, don't, don't we, Jared? We do. We are announcing the winner of our gift card entry, mm-hmm. and the winner is Chris Von Holt. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I told you. you, you we, yeah, you said we were not allowed. We to. can't enter, no. So, no. The winner is not. Yes, Chris. The winner is Riley. Thank you, Riley, for emailing us a topic and a guest uh, suggestion. We will get in contact with you shortly and get you your $20 Chick-fil-A gift card. All right. Congratulations to our winner. Uh, We are now going to move beyond you. Uh, (laughs) We love you. We love you. (laughs) Glad that you won. Enjoy your Chick-fil-A. We're moving uh, to the practical tip of the day. And I teased in our last episode that this practical tip would be from or be centered on Rooted, the youth youth ministry um, organization that we um, recommend, commend to you. Uh, rooted was very helpful to me. And I want to share this is, uh, I have a situation in our student ministry where our, our parents are, uh, I have a set of parents that I've been coming alongside of mm. for mm. an issue in their lives with one of their students for quite a while now. And we've had several meetings and talked to them on the phone and prayed with them and mm. given counsel. But I felt like the issue they were dealing with because I'd have zero personal experience in it, um, was a little beyond my age and life. Um, it was very specific. So I reached out to rooted Mm -hmm. and I said, Hey, do you guys have any resources on this? Cause I can't really find it, um, on your website. I got an email back like within a day. That was awesome. Yeah. Very fast. And they sent me one article that dealt with it in general, but this is what they said to me. I was very impressed. Uh, the representative for them, she she said, we don't have anything super in-depth on this. I'm going to pr- send your email to our group of writers mm. and ask that the one most qualified write on this issue for mm. you. That's awesome. That's impressive. That's impressive. Very impressive. So, mm. youth pastors, I want to commend to you, Rooted. Um, you know, send us your questions because we can, you know, track someone down. But yeah. also, man, what, yeah. what a resource. Now, I haven't gotten that article yet. Nah, and it's going to take some time. Takes not right, but uh, that's going the extra mile. Yeah, for somebody. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to give you that practical tip. If you're, you know, beside, you know, I think you should you seek past, you know, seek 
wisdom from your pastoral staff, right. your elders, the elders, other yeah. parents, but there's sometimes, a great resource for you. Yeah. Sometimes you need to reach out beyond yourself, beyond your Absolutely. own community and reach the, right. the larger community. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, today's episode, Jared, what date is this airing on? Uh, this would be the 15th. The 15th. June 15th. So summer is literally right around the summer's corner. Summer's right around the corner. And some of the things we most look forward to in the summer is taking family vacations. Family vacations. will likely look different yes. this summer. Maybe we can like oh. Zoom somebody in the Bahamas. There you go. <laughs> can we join you on your family vacation? <laughs> That's right. Or just you know, throw up a beach um, That's background, right. virtual background. Yeah, there is a cool Zoom. one on Zoom. On Zoom. So with moving water, not quite the same. No, definitely. You don't get the sun. You don't get the sun burn. That's a good but thing. But you also don't get the or the sand. The sand. Yeah, I can yeah. do without the sand. I hate sand. It's coarse. I'm more it's of a, everywhere. a mountain camping. Are you kind of person? I grew up camping. My parents they take us camping. We uh, progressed from like a tent camp or tent to like a, a camper to a truck camper. Ooh. Uh, in fact, well, we had a truck camper. I have two brothers. Two one brothers. older, one younger, and really, in, I have two brothers. In uh, really, yeah, awesome. well, I'm the oldest though. Well, oh, look I'm at sorry. us, middle's the best. So oldest. So, okay, yeah. moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> one summer, uh, I believe I was in middle school. We uh, took this truck camper, the five of us, my parents and my brothers, and we went out west. We did a three week tour of of um, state park, national parks out west. So did we. Oh man, this, this is, is getting weird. weird. Yeah. In a truck camper? No, in an uh, RV that we that we rented, rented from yeah. Cruise America. Oh, there you which go. stunk, by the way. Well, it happens. Uh, anyway, but we went out. We went to Mount Rushmore, uh, the Badlands. Didn't down go through. there. Oh, yeah. Mount Rushmore is good. Uh, West is huge. It is big. There's a lot of space out there. Yes. Uh, Yellowstone, Grand Canyon, and then uh, came made our way back through Colorado and, and stuff like that. But it was, it was uh, a really good time. Um, you know, saw a lot of different things and spent a lot of time in the car. But uh, it was good. Um, yeah. You know, I our out west trip, I have, you know, you were actually wanting me to, you know, think of stories mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of them. Yeah. And you said that they would come. They would come. Podcast magic. They, they've go. come. Yeah, I have two stories. All right. I'll make them very brief because we yeah, went brief. long in our last episode. Yeah. We don't want to go wanna, long typically. We want people listen to the rest. But the they're whole interesting. Thing. Uh, yeah. We were out west when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The one story is not something I saw, something I heard. The mm-hmm. other story is what ha- is involves me. Okay. They told us, you know, uh, we were in Yosemite National Park okay. out in California, I believe. And they said that there's, you know, at least six plus deaths a year in the mm-hmm. park. And most of them are falls, mm-hmm. you know, people not being wise. Yeah. And um, they said in their entire history, they've only had one death caused by an animal. Oh. One. That's impressive. Uh, and the national parks have been around since I think like was it Teddy Roosevelt that yeah, really started those? I think so. Yeah. Early 20th century, long time, like 100 years. Mm-hmm. One death. Can you guess what animal killed somebody? It was like a rabbit or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was not a rabbit. It was bigger than a rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, no guesses. No. no. I think because you know you're, you're you're. I know it's not something I would yeah, suspect. So right. I went totally the other way. It was a it was a mule deer. Mule deer. So this guy was feeding a mule deer mm-hmm. Doritos. Doritos. Took the Doritos away. Oh. And the mule oh. deer rammed him through. Oh, there's a buck. Buck, idea. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's hey, tragic, but... Don't, don't, that's what... Don't Doritos. feed them and take them away, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, so, I mean, it's, you know, the guy died, it's sad, yeah. but I was just like, wow. It's like, uh, don't, you know, don't feed 
students Doritos and yeah. then yeah. take them away. Or sugar late at night, yeah, and then take Lots it away. Of life lessons. Absolutely not. That's crazy. The second story involved me. I remember we were. I was in a baseball. Yeah. Um, played in college a little bit. Um, so brothers and I are all in a baseball. We're having a catch, and I don't remember. This was wrong. What we did. Okay. Okay. But uh, we were having a catch, and there was all these squirrels running around. They were driving us crazy. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to throw a, a, a baseball at squirrels yeah. to scare them away. Right. I threw one really hard. Yeah. I hit this thing. Oh. And that sucker rolled and tumbled, 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 and just stopped. Oh. And then eventually scurried off. But oh. I, I thought I killed it. Yeah, I, would, um, I, was, I was waiting for that. I was yeah. Waiting for that and I was like, wow, uh, I have a better aim than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that thing rolled like oh, the cartoons. Oh, wow. So anyway, those, those are my two yeah, stories. Can, I don't know if you have any. Yeah, well, uh, we won't, speaking of uh, animals and national parks we were in yellowstone and we went and my older brother was uh he's he's fascinated with moose he wanted to see see a moose moose um and we heard there moose in yellowstone it's like all right we'll see a moose and so we went to a park ranger and asked hey where's the best place best time to see a moose apparently early in the morning is the best time to see a moose so he or he they point out a spot like hey go this little lake or whatever and Early in the morning, follow this trail, and you'll you'll see you'll probably see moose. Obviously, he couldn't guarantee that yeah. we'd see moose, but so we got up early in the morning and morning moose and, and left for this this moose hunt. And uh, I think we took a wrong turn somewhere. Oh dear! And we ended up on the side of this hill, uh, and we were kind of lost, and we didn't know where we were. We were definitely not where the moose were. Mm. Uh, and so we, I remember distinctly my brother and I, my younger brother and I, and my mom sat on this hill, and then my brother, older brother, and my dad went off somewhere else to see if they could figure out. Where get bearings or where we were. We weren't that far from the road. We right. found it pretty quickly. But, yeah, so that was a memorable time looking for a moose and getting lost getting in lost. Yellowstone. Uh, I'll be honest, that story was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I, see, was, I built it up and then yeah, yeah, you dropped kinda, it out. Hopefully we won't do that to, for you guys the rest of our episode. <laughs> no. Uh, no, we but will, we're talking about summer vacations because we're talking about uh, this idea of packing, packing a the suitcase. suitcase. And when you leave for vacation, you usually pack a suitcase. My wife is... A very particular packer. She makes a list, okay, and checks that list off as we yeah. pack. I'm not, and I, from what I've read in mm. our show notes here, mm. not our show notes, our show script. Yeah, you are not a, a very detailed packer yourself. No, you like to just not. throw things in a suitcase. Just, I just throw, you know, grab some clothes, throw them together. Hope I have enough. I do count. I mean, yeah, when I was younger, I didn't count, but I do take a little more time now, to yeah. make sure I have enough clothes for the trip. And you know, there are things you can forget that aren't that essential. Right. But there are things if you forget. Oh they're, boy, they're, you're in trouble. Main stuff like yeah. uh, socks. Socks. Um, I had a student when we went to D3. I mentioned that in one of our last episodes is about a six day trip. Mm-hmm. He brought one pair of socks. Ooh. One. So I've gone on trips where teens have. Brought multiple pairs of socks, yeah, but I've only worn one pair of Ooh, socks. Yeah, he brought one. Yeah, he, and eventually his the, the youth leader that I stuck with him. Haha, <laughs> sorry, Dan. <laughs> um, made him rinse, you know, wash his socks in the sink. Oh, um, it, it was gross. Go buy him. Yeah, I probably should have done that. I didn't know about it to the end. They didn't <laughs> the tell end. me. Oh, of course, that not. wasn't that, his room. They never know. Yeah. They never know to the end. I, it yeah. wasn't my issue. So yeah. anyway, um, but yeah. So my wife, the same way, she packs. Yeah. And having young kids, like yeah, you have, you to. have to pack. You yeah, have to prepare be for particular. almost any situation. Uh, make sure they have activities and things to entertain. Especially depending on where you're going on vacation, you don't know what what you're going to get into. Like we went camping back in May, and you know. You never know what the weather's going to be like, so you got to pack for indoor activities and outdoor activities. Yeah, and to be prepared. Um, when they're young, they need uh, need stuff to, to do. So you to entertain them and give yourself some peace 
because you're on vacation. You're not, right. you know, you're not trying to be on the job all the time. But there are there are trips that we take that are not vacation that are you know crucial trips in life mm. where we need things. Um, and so so anyway, kind of getting to it now. Yeah. This idea of packing the suitcase it originated from a blog post uh, that Jared read on Rooted Ministry. Uh, again, we've already talked about them. It's by Cameron Cole, who's their founder, um, and he we both encourage you to read it. And yeah. he discusses this idea of packing a suitcase. That everything we do as youth pastors and parents, um, we're kind of getting a kid or a student, a student yeah. ready to leave us to right. go out on their own. Yeah, because they won't, won't be with us right. forever. But we're helping them pack, and yeah. so we're trying to prepare them for it. And so we want to make sure that we're, you know, we're filling their suitcase up with the main things they need. There are some right. things like that are side side, side pocket, pocket like you know how to have a bank account, right? right, right. How to do your insurance. Right. Um, has skills, like time management, time management, yeah, stuff like that. Study habits and yep. things like that. All yeah. that. Those are all what we call side pouch things to put in the suitcase. But then there are essentials, essentials. that are like underwear and socks. Yeah. And well, I think this really clothes. really comes to weight uh, in youth ministry because we don't have a limited amount of time. Mm. Um, Parents, as youth, you have a lot more time as youth pastors, youth workers. We you know we're limited to only. I think I did the math, and this is a rough estimate: only 150 to 175 hours a year. Ooh. Uh, that we intentional. That's like a, that's like a week in time. Yeah, of, of time, of time, and so obviously you know a little more here and there, give or take the student. But yeah. that, that's only if they show up that's to like they every event, every possible uh, gathering. Um, and so we really need to take uh, take stock on what we're putting, what in we're providing them, what content, what yeah. kind of things are we doing, what are we preparing what are our them goals for? for them, right? Yeah. And so with that. In a previous episode where we talked about philosophy of youth ministry, I made a statement that I'm going to recant. Ooh. We should, make, should we make that a segment? Uh, Hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What no. am I going to recant today? today. <laughs> um, not, 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 not fully recant, but I said that... Clarify. clarify. Mo- yeah. Most youth ministries have the same goal. And I think in a sense, we all want, in general, our goal is that believers grow and that mm-hmm. people come to Christ, come right? Come to Christ, yeah. But I want to say that I do not actually believe, after further reflection, that most youth, most most youth ministries have the same goals to put in kids' suitcases. Yeah. If you broke it down, break down yeah. so Jared and I have eleven things. This is not exhaustive or comprehensive, but I right. think it hits many of the main areas, mm-hmm. main things that we believe you ought to put in your kids' suitcase. Yeah, things you want them to be able to take with them. Yeah, when life gets difficult, more perspective, viewpoints, beliefs, a, a foundation, right? Foundational things, pillars. Let's call them pillars. eleven pillars. Ooh, eleven pillars. Eleven, <laughs> eleven pillars of the suitcase. Awesome. It's a little bit better than eleven underwear or something. Socks. So the first one that I think is foundational to the rest is a high view of scripture. Mm. Right. If your students don't have a high view of scripture, they don't have anything. Yeah, because not, and everything else is going to knock. Exactly, knock because if you put a, you know a high view of doctrine, high view of justification by faith alone and Christ alone, mm-hmm. the glory of God alone, mm-hmm. and they don't have a high view of scripture, and then they go off and they lose that view of scripture, or they don't have it, mm-hmm. those other things are all flimsy. They're right. on gonna, they're on toothpick stilts. Right. They're not they're on any sort of foundation. Away because scripture is the rock. You want to instill in them the importance, the foundation of the scripture, which youth pastor and parent, how you use the scriptures Mm. is going to be a major part of that foundation. You can say, have a high view of the scripture, have a high view of scripture, (laughs) but then you don't actually ever teach from the scriptures. Right. Or have a high view of scripture yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And and parents, as your student comes to you for wisdom and you're not saying, let's look at the Bible. Mm. 
That's not instilling with them a high view of scripture. Yeah. All right. Like, well, this is what Dr. Phil says. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Phil. That's right. A high view of scripture is foundational. And I think that's what's your view of scripture. Mm-hmm. That's what I would challenge yeah. on. Second thing, and this comes out of a high view of scripture. Number two is a robust understanding of the gospel. Not just a, you know, quick, flimsy, you know, understanding. You know, we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. But that we understand a view of the gospel. And this is where I'm going to commend to you um, a book called What is the Gospel by Greg Gilbert. Um, it's a small, I won't call it a paperback because it's a hardcover. Um, but that that book lays out a four-step approach to grasping the gospel. Um, I think it's God, man, Jesus, response. And it really lays out a basic but robust understanding of the gospel and that we want our students to know the gospel, Mm. believe the gospel and share the gospel. Mm. Um, But it needs to be a robust understanding. So Mm. they, it's not like, oh, well, what are the steps? Right. They they really know it. They understand Mm. sin. They understand the depravity of man and and the atonement, Mm. the desperate need of Christ. Which leads, Jared, into the third one. Can you share yeah, that with our listeners? grasp of essential doctrine, understanding, yeah. and not just understanding, but able to articulate that doctrine. Yes. Under, be able to repeat it and talk about it, not just, oh, yeah, I know those, or not knowing facts, but something that penetrates deeper. Yes. And that they they can build their the foundation of life on which, those Which means doctrines. if they're going to understand doctrine, that means we have to... Teach us doctrine. Just imagine talk that. to it. Yeah, talk about, talk it. about doctrine. Weave it in yeah. and, uh, and show. And not just. I'm not just talking about getting up. And I, and I do this. I, I I've taught our teens now. Uh, doctrine of man and sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctrine of I have not taught, but others have taught doctrine of Christ, doctrine mm-hmm. of Holy Spirit, doctrine of salvation, um, uh, doctrine of the church. Mm-hmm. Those are all the things we've covered so far since mm-hmm. I've been here. That's there's a, a place for that. But yeah. also as you're preaching, teaching, and having conversations Station. with them. Yeah. Show them how our decisions are rooted in doctrine. Yeah. You know, they should be, you know, they have memories. It's amazing. Our middle school kids, they can quote every single college football player ever (laughs) and his GPA. Right. And they can can grasp these things and understand them. Yeah. Um, Fourth thing, which flows out of an understanding of the gospel, uh, well, scripture, understanding of the gospel and doctrine, Mm -hmm. is that they have, they, they in their suitcase have an acknowledgement and a submission to Jesus Christ as King, as mm. Lord. They recognize in their life as they go forward to college, to their first job, to their dating and marriage relationships, as they have kids, that Jesus is their King. Mm. He is their authority. What he says goes. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be putting that into their suitcase to teach them that, to live that way ourselves. Mm-hmm. So they see what that looks like right. in our own lives. Um, you want them to know that Christ is king. Yeah. Which then, though, Jesus is not just our king. He's what else, Jared? He's also our joy, our treasure. Acknowledging yeah. and enjoying Christ as our treasure. Amen. Right? Finding joy and satisfaction in Christ. Because if we're not finding it there, we're going to search somewhere That's else. Right. We're going to search in the pleasures of life and find those fleeting and yep. lead to the consequences of misery that follows. And so if, we've, if they have acknowledgement and they find that enjoyment in Christ, then that will go well with them. Really. Amen. That's right. Jesus must be their treasure. Jesus refers to the kingdom of heaven, which is ultimately knowing him mm-hmm. um, as a treasure hidden in a field or a pearl. Yeah. And uh, the, the, in each illustration, Jesus says the man sells all that he has and to he gain is. that. Yeah. So Jesus is our treasure. As Psalm 1611 says that at God's right hand, which is where Jesus sits, are pleasures forevermore. Mm. So we want to communicate that to our students. 
sixth, and I want to, all the rest are vital, but this one is one that I think is lost Mm. in youth ministry more than anything else. A high view of and participation in the local church. It is no surprise and no, or no secret. And Mm -hmm. I think no surprise that many, many students graduate and they leave the church. Yeah. They might even say they're Christians, yeah. but they leave the, church. leave the church. And a large part of that is because they never felt a part of the church mm-hmm. because the youth ministry was segregated. Never, yeah. But when I, um, we, we usually have senior night yeah. for our seniors and we haven't had it right. this year because of COVID. But I've said in these, I, I've, I've, I've given a walkthrough of Hebrews mm-hmm. for reasons why they need to not abandon, but, mm-hmm. Im, but immerse themselves in a local church when they go away to college. Yeah. It's essential. Mm-hmm. The church is where God has determined for his people to, to, to live, to mm-hmm. grow, to serve. Right. They need to be a part of the church. Yeah. Instill that in your young people and parents, your decisions for sports and your involvement at the church mm-hmm. will teach them what level of priority that that should have yeah. in their lives. What that looks like, yeah. Yeah. Um, seventh, uh, I think we only have 10. Uh, I, I went from six to eight in my notes. So we yeah. have 10. 10. 10 pillars. Ooh, Ooh look at that. That's nice round number. Yeah, round um, <laughs> a love of neighbor, both in the church and the world. We want to teach our students to serve. Yeah. And not to serve the church, but serve the community. Use their gifts. Yeah. You're right. You know, Jared, I... Can you elaborate on this a little bit? Yeah, I mean, ser- serving is obviously a very key part of of Scripture. Jesus is the servant, yeah. you know, the example of serving. Um, and so serving in the church, but also in the community. I think one thing we need to... The, I think one thing this generation really desires is to serve and to love and causes and things like that. And so yeah. and tapping into that, empowering that, and encouraging that in our students. So when they leave, they're not just, oh... Consumers are not just buying things. They're not yeah. just there I'm to shop fill. around to a church that fits my needs. And as soon as the yeah. preaching stinks, now the, songs, the preaching's really badly, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, the songs stink or the carpet changes yep. or whatever it may yep. be, or they start serving different kind of coffee and coffee hour. Then I'm going to yeah. high view of the church and go over. high view of loving your neighbor. Yeah. Not just showing up on a Sunday and saying, what can I get out of this? But how can I serve somebody? Right. Imagine, imagine a world where we did that. Like yeah. everyone showed up at church and like was caring for other people. Yeah, it'd almost be like what God wants for us. Yeah, like heaven. Imagine that. Then mm. our next thing, beyond our own local church, is I think a, a zeal and energy towards universal church, towards missions. Yeah. That our students would have a zeal for missions. That's number eight. Um, maybe some of your students are called to be missions, but I can mm. tell you what. All of us are called to participate in missions, whether yeah. we're goers or senders. Senders, yeah. And, and senders are important. Quick, Just as yeah, important. Quick clarification of missions. Missions is not evangelism. Yeah. Missions is going where the gospel is not yet named mm-hmm. and bringing it there, yeah. going to unreached people groups. That's missions. Yeah. And we want our students to have a zeal for that, mm-hmm. to care about nations beyond our own. Right. And so you want your students to be givers towards missions, maybe goers mm-hmm. in missions. Um, and then the last two things we're going to talk about, nine and 10, are very personal for your students. So, Jared, go ahead and, and read them number nine. Yeah, and I think the, they, all, they all play into other, but there's hatred for sin and love for righteousness, right? Yeah. The, of a desire, such a strong desire for righteousness that even the sin that they're 
finding themselves in is they become a hatred towards it. They, they dislike doing it. They, yeah. They uh, and, they, it. and they want to do what is right. Which, I mean, you can teach them that with a high view of scripture and showing them what sin is mm-hmm. and teaching against it, preaching against it, counseling against it. But parents, let me encourage you, youth pastors, be people of repentance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I remember when I first came and I made a lot of young mistakes and out of arrogance and I, I don't do this all the time, but there's two times in my ministry, at least, I think maybe three in four years mm. that I gathered a group of students together and publicly apologized mm. and repented. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you want to teach them parents, mm-hmm. show them that you're repentant of your own sin. Yeah. Don't, don't be an arrogant adult. Um, yeah. Well, a great opportunity is when you, when you do lose it with your kid, you lose your temper. Yeah. Come back and apologize and, and talk about that because it's a, a great example of where we we do something and we and they know we did something wrong. Yeah. Like and so it's very in that sense very public between the two of you or whatever. So it's good to to demonstrate hatred for sin, what that looks like. Uh, the last one is a God focused and neighbor loving prayer life. Yes, we would be amiss if we did not, or is it remiss? Remiss. 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 If we did not mention prayer. <laughs> Uh, talking to God, communing with God. We see this in Jesus' ministry. Yeah. He prayed all the time. All the time. Parents, youth pastors, highlight prayer. Mm-hmm. Parents, let your kids see you on their knee, on, on your knees. Yeah. Not that you're like, oh, they're coming. Let me get on my knees. <laughs> but, but they should but know pray you pray. With them. Yeah, yeah, pray with them and, and teach them how to pray. I, there's actually, I, I won't say who it is, but I, I have, there's someone I know in our church who has an amazing prayer life. Mm-hmm. And their, their students sometimes have even said, you know, or this person said to me that their kids are like, you know, are we really going to stop right now and pray mm-hmm. about that? And that might be their attitude now, but when right. they're adults, still, that's yeah, something that, in their suitcase. Them, and yeah. they're going to be like, yeah, prayer is important. important. They're going to remember yeah. that. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, we've talked today about packing the suitcase. We gave you not 11, 10, 10 things, things. Uh, that you should be putting in their suitcase. And just a quick review, a high view of scripture. A robust understanding of the gospel, grasp of essential doctrine, acknowledgement and submission to Christ as king, acknowledgement and enjoyment of Christ as treasure, high view of and participation in a local church, a love of neighbor in the church and the world, a zeal and energy towards missions, hatred for sin and love for righteousness, and a God-focused and neighbor-loving prayer life. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, We will talk to you guys next time. Next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. We've included links to resources mentioned in this episode in the show notes. We appreciate your feedback and comments, and we'd love to hear from you. You can email us your comments, questions, or suggestions for future topics. Our email is anotheryampodcast at gmail.com.